the college experience NFL draft episode on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you're going to risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure you subscribe to our profile at sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get Roman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash SGP. This is Brian Bosworth, AKA the Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out, Boz out. Welcome to the college experience, the college football experience. First mock draft. Uh, I guess we did it last year, but still second mock draft first on the college football experience feed. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And I'm joined by my co-host, the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick and the place to be. What's up, man? It's draft week, about 72 hours out. I'm getting excited. Yeah, how will the Jets fuck this up? I guess we'll get to it, <laughs> but let this. We're, we're just gonna go through all 32 picks. Uh, I, I will go one, NC Nick will go two, and then so basically I'm odds, he's evens. We're not gonna go through all seven rounds like your column. We could do that if you want. It's up to you. <laughs> I, you're 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 the one with the look. I I I, I will do it, man. You don't know me, huh? I thought you no, knew me. No, let's uh, let yeah, let's keep it to the first round. <laughs> Um, okay. So, uh, I mean, anything else you want to hit on before? I mean, is there any, uh, how many quarterbacks do you think will go first round? Just off the top of your head. Uh, what five? I think all you think five, you're going to any chance, yeah. any slip. I know that it seems like, I don't think so. The way football so. is trending it's, um, it's 2021 it's NFL. There's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. I think it's a guaranteed all five go. Yeah. Pretty horrible, I think. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So look, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna open this thing up, and this will be our uh, our our, uh, our our music. Well, first off, I guess you know. Let's just go with welcome to the. Uh, I am Roger Goodell. I am your pussy uh, commissioner. I will, uh, you know, with the first pick in the draft, the the Jacksonville Jaguars select. Trevor Lawrence. I mean, come on. How obvious is this? Look, I, Gardner Minshew is going to be the better quarterback here, but 
they're still we're picking for the team. We're not picking for what I would choose, right? Right, right. What do you think's gonna happen? So not we, what you would do if you were the GM. We know Gardner Minshew's gonna win a few Super Bowls at some point in his career. Maybe it won't be on Jacksonville. Maybe it'll be somewhere else. But he's gonna win some Super Bowls. But I think this is a no-brainer. I think we know the first two picks for sure. The draft really starts up after the first two picks. So Gardner Minshew, sorry, you're gonna have to deal with a, another long-haired beautiful quarterback <laughs> <laughs> in Trevor Lawrence. Um, Are you a fan? I look, I, I think he's really good, but I also, I don't know. There was some footwork things that I, that worried me. Um, I saw a video on like his footwork that, that, you know, raised some questions, but I got nothing against the guy. I mean, he wanted to play football. He lobbied to play football last year. Him and Justin Fields are okay in my book because they wanted to play football when all these, when all these bozos were saying, Hey, it's too dangerous. You know? Yeah. I mean, no, no, obviously no question about it. He's got all the tools. He's got the right size, got the right arm strength. He says everything right. I don't know. I, I mean, I, and, and therefore I think he's going to be at least pretty good. I just wonder if he has, I don't know, like the leadership tools or like the, the really like hunger. I don't know. He just seems uh, like sometimes on the biggest stages, he just had like, okay games. Agreed. I, I don't know. Uh, something seems one little thing seems missing. That'll keep him from being like a hall of famer. Well, and uh, one of them might be the fact that he's going to Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars because I, I I think the jury is out on I, I don't know if Meyer's going to go a different route offensively, but I don't think his offense will be the offense that we know Urban Meyer to have back at Utah, back at Florida, back at Bowling Green, back at Ohio State. Right. I, I don't know that that will transition well to the pro game, but I will say this: he does have the fact that the program the pro game is, I think, really. Ch- adapting to the college game. You see it with Kingsbury right. in, in, in with the Cardinals, you see Andy Reed studying, uh, you know, air raid philosophies. You've seen uh, just the way the game is these days um, uh, turning into, you know, kind of a, a big 12 football in a way. Um, so there is that going for him, but I, I think it's, it hurts to get drafted by Jacksonville, obviously. Uh, Mm-hmm. And I think it could really hurt his career drafted being drafted by urban Meyer. I, I don't know how he, how do you think Meyer will do? In, in I wouldn't be surprised if, if he's no longer coaching in three or four years. Um, yeah. I mean, what, I, you know, like you said, that all that offensive system just is not going to work in the pros and it, you know, his last couple stops, you know, he was only at Ohio state for what, four years, maybe. I don't know. I, whatever, uh, a college coach jumps up to the NFL for his first time. Usually it doesn't go well. I mean, you could look at Nick Saban. You could look at there's so Bob, many Bobby Petrino, Bobby Petrino, Bobby Petrino, definitely. And, and uh, Pete, so Pete, Pete Carroll had actually been a coach of the jets and the Patriots prior to uh, coming back. So I think that situation is yeah. a little different. Yeah. If anything, the first time he went to coach USC, it was, it was his first time, you know, as a, as a head coach on the college level. So that's, that, that is different. Uh, so yeah, I have, I have major question marks and obviously the, the team you go to is, you know, very key to how good of a player you're going to be. So we'll see what uh, Mr. Lawrence does, but best of luck to him with the second pick. Also, no surprise, Zach Wilson. And um, the, you know, obviously the jets need a quarterback. Um, and I mean, jets don't screw up Jack Wilson. Cause Zach Wilson, I'm a big fan. He can make just every pass. He's also got some wheels. Uh, you know, he, maybe he could be a, a, an inch or two taller, you know, a few pounds heavier, but I think he's a baller. I like Zach Wilson a lot. The only thing I'm worried here is he's going to the jets. Well, and that's when I cue this. Oh my God. 
No, I, I I love that pick though, man. I, I as a Jet fan, I, I want that to be the pick. And I, I we had Joe Theismann on the podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast uh, main feed, and Theismann really loved Zach Wilson. I think he was convinced that Zach Wilson was the quarterback to take in the draft out of anyone. So, uh, uh, and I just like his game. And B- another thing is BYU. I mean, I know it's been a while, but they do pump out decent quarterbacks. Uh, it's been a quarterback school. I feel like our whole life, but uh, I like his athleticism. So I think that could really work out. Now, can the jets put pieces around him? That's the big question. And obviously being dra- drafted by the jets, can he, you know, that's, that's the real problem here. I don't think it's Wilson's talent. I think, okay, can you put an O line and some offensive yeah. pieces around him? Right. You know, can the New York media not kill this guy? Um, so I, I like the pick as a jet fan. I think those were the obvious picks. Um, now comes, now comes really the draft, right? Now comes where, okay, now we, now we got to figure this thing out. And uh, you know, the 49ers traded up for this pick and I think they're going to take Mac Jones from Alabama. I know there's a lot of speculation. Could they go Trey Lance? Could they go uh, Justin Fields? Obviously I think the play is they're taking a quarterback. I I'm going to, I I just think Mac Jones is the fit here. I think uh, it fits in Shanahan's offense. I think that's what uh, Shanahan you know, he's never really had a mobile quarterback that I can recall of. Right. In Atlanta, he had Matt Ryan, even when he was in Cleveland, who did he have in Cleveland? I don't even remember. Um, I want to say who, who was, who was pre Baker Mayfield? Oh, geez. <laughs> I can't even remember. They've had, I don't even know. Well, it was only like what? Three years ago too. <laughs> well, they've had so many fucking quarterbacks over the past 20 right, years. It's right. like, I'm drawing a blank right now. And who was before Baker Mayfield? Was it, <laughs> I don't know. I was about to say Jeff Garcia. Um, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank too, man. Move on. <laughs> uh, but I, I look, I think this one actually makes sense. I think people are going to screw, you know, scrutinize this pick. I, I think it makes sense. Um, it makes sense because he's the most ready right now. Uh, with Fields or with Lance, I think they're more uh, a little bit more developmental projects, and I think the 49ers with the team around them, they need to win now. They're built to win now. So if you're taking a rookie quarterback, that guy's got to step on the field soon and produce. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that's why uh, the San Francisco 49ers do select Mac Jones here. All right, you are on the Atlanta Falcons pick, pick four here. Where where are you going here? Yeah. So really, you know, no one really knows this for sure, but I think everybody's kind of narrowed it down to two people, either Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida, or, or at least one of the quarterbacks, either once again, they're Lance or fields. Yeah. Uh, and it's tough. Cause you could see the Falcons going either way, but a little bit similar to the 49ers, I guess I, I think Atlanta is trying to win now as well. And I think they, they still assume they have two, three, four more years left of Matt Ryan. That's why they're going to go with Pitts. I don't know if it's the right move. I don't know about taking a tight end that early. Uh, I mean, Pitts has all the talent in the world. Uh, we, we rostered him in DFS week after week last year. Cause he was just killing it. So, and team him up with, uh, I guess possibly Julio Jones. I've heard some rumors of Julio maybe departing, but uh, with Ridley Jones Pitts, I mean, that's weapons. I don't know. I don't know about the rest of the team in Atlanta, but at least the offense should, should be legit. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I, I Pitts is one. Uh, I, you think he's going to be, you think he's going to pan out in the pros? 
I think he's going to be good. I just don't know about taking a tight end that early. I, I mean, if you want to take a tight end in the first round, make sure it's like the second half of the first round. It's usually you can get those guys later. So yeah, I think Pitts will be good, but I just don't know if he's ever going to be worthy of the number four pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing is like, I mean, he he was such a dominant player at Florida. Um, so I, I have my my. I, I think he's going to be good. I just don't know if third pick good, fourth pick good. You know what I mean? So um, yep. in agreement. Um, next up on the clock is the Cincinnati Bengals. Um. I think they're going to go. I, I think they should go offensive line. Yes, they should. But I think, <laughs> I think they're going to go Jamar chase. Really? I think they're going to go Jamar chase. Uh, the bet look, the Bengals are notorious for blowing first round draft picks on, on positions that they don't need or so they're like the, the, the junior version of the lions. Um, so I think here it's one of Burroughs college uh, wideouts. So I think, Hey, they're going to be like, and, and I actually think chase is going to be a player. It's just, I don't think I think they need to address the offensive line essentially. So, give me uh, Jamar Chase to the Bengals. What do you think of that? You think you think they go they go O line? You think they go with this kid from Oregon? This well, kid I from think they, I think they should go line. My I lean in that direction, but you're right. You know, and I know uh, Lawrence has been lobbying to go receiver there too. Lawrence, uh, you mean uh, Burrow? Right? I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, obviously, Burrow has been lobbying to go chase. Obviously, they played together at LSU. Uh, if 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 the Bengals are smart, draft the offensive lineman. If they the, have wait, wait, receivers wait, wait. now, if the Bengals are smart, well, they have not been That's smart. So big if That's since, a big since if. the days of <laughs> Sam Weich. Uh, okay, uh, that means the p- pick six is on you with the Miami Dolphins. All right, Miami Dolphins obviously need a wide receiver, um, and uh, you know a lot of the mock drafts have either one of the Alabama guys going there. They need to put some weapons around Tua once again, reunite some of these guys with their old quarterback in college. Um, I, you know, Jamar Chase is gone too, so that's someone that they might have been targeting. So I think they're going to fall back, and I think they're going to go with the Heisman winner, Devonta Smith, over Waddle. Just because you know, I mean, Smith is just so electric. We saw all the highlights of him at at Alabama last year. I don't care if he if he's you know uh, you know sl- uh, skinny dude and you know a, a buck eighty or something. Who you know whatever his measurements are, the guy is a player, and in today's NFL, he's going to make plays all over the field, and he's going to give Tua you know some uh, definitely a big time playmaker that he needs. I'm going to tell you right now, I like. I like Waddle more than Pitt or more than more than Pitts, more than Smith. I disagree. I think Waddle, the only the only red flag to me with Waddle is the is the injury. But before if you had told me obviously a season ago it's unfair because Smith had such a monster season. Well Waddle was just so nasty. I thought I don't know. So so I, I, I agree though. My mock had that the Dolphins taken Devontae Smith. Um but I, I just think the better pick would be Waddle, and you don't need to get it here. You could probably get it four or five picks later. Maybe they could trade down, finagle something. But uh, well, that's it, a tricky part too. Try to do a mock without trades because you know there's going to be some trades. Yeah, yeah. Um. So uh, that 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 goes to to me next with uh, pick seven, seven miles an hour. Um. Here we are with the Detroit Lions, and this is one once again. I got I got dealt the Bengals and the Lions. Um, I mean, 
That that is right there. That that makes me feel like this. Yeah, yeah. He felt like, he felt like shit afterwards. All right, because <laughs> because it's really hard to forecast. I'm not picking for me. I'm picking what I think the team will do. Um, I understand that plenty of mocks have them going for for a wideout. I think they're going to go offensive line, and I think they're going to go with Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. Yeah. Um. I, 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 what do you think? Do you think they're going to botch this? They're not going to go a line, right? They're going to end up going wide receiver for the thir- the millionth time in the fucking past 30 <sighs> you know, years. You got to think that new coach is not going to go wide receiver. So I think they they either go O line or linebacker. Um, yeah. I like your pick. Yeah. Slater was a beast at Northwestern. He lined up with some great defensive, uh, de- uh, defensive talent, uh, Ohio state. They played in the, uh, in the big 10 championship. They also played, you know, Michigan and some other schools in the, in the big 10 over those years that he was there. So he's played some good, some good edge talent. So uh, give me, give me Rashawn Slater to the lions. I think it's actually a good pick. If you're a lion fan, you should be happy with that. Right. There you go, man. I agree. Um, so who's on the clock so, here? So uh, pick eight, pick eight. Uh, on on the Carolina Panthers, and isn't it fitting that NC Nick gets the Carolina Panthers? There you go. All right, so the Panthers. I mean, if you look at team needs, you're looking at offensive tackle and cornerback, and you could argue a quarterback. I'm gonna say they don't take a quarterback in the first round this year. I think they're gonna focus on the all, either the offensive tackle or the or um or or the cornerback position. Well, well, they got Sam Darnold, so why would they go quarterback now? Yeah, right, right, exactly. So you had the lines taking Sewell, the the tackle, right? Yeah, who I think is going to be a beast. I think he's a beast, and and I think Matt Rule is a good. First off, he's great at judging. I think talent, and I think he's gonna. He's this is a, a he loves the O line and D line back from his Temple days. I think he goes Sewell. What do you think? No, I, th- I thought you had Sewell going the pick before. No, no, I had Slater going to the Lions. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm getting yeah. them confused. So yeah, he goes Sewell. I was going to take the the one that you didn't take. So uh, yeah, uh, we'll go Sewell. And he's, I, I think that's a great pick. I actually think if I had to stop the draft right now on the the best picks there, I mean, I think well, we know Lawrence and Wilson had to go like that, but I really like this pick of Sewell. I think he could be like Jonathan Ogden. Um, so uh, pick nine, the Denver Broncos. And I got some flack for this one in my mock. Um, I had, I had, you know, I get it. Justin Fields is there, but here's my thing. I, I, my first thought by going through the mock and going team by team is I said, Oh, the Broncos want a quarterback, right? I, because is drew lock the answer, but the Broncos probably a, not a, they've missed on so many quarterbacks, you know, uh, <laughs> right. Orsweiler. Then uh, what was the kid's name from Memphis? So I don't know. And I, and I heard that Elway, although not the general manager is still involved with the organization and people really respect his opinion. He wants one more year at a drew lock. So I think that left me thinking either certain or Parsons. And I had them going Parsons, Michael Parsons, linebacker, Penn state. That's a good pick, man. Cause he might be the best defensive player in the whole draft. And the and Denver needs to get their defense back to where it was what like five or six years ago. Uh, you know that defense that when when Peyton Manning was still there, maybe it was seven or eight years ago. Who knows? Well, they got but Kyle they, Fuller in the off season too, and when you add Chubb and Miller and, and Parsons, you really have what could be a, a really good defense. And the Broncos need linebacker help, so uh, I think that makes a lot of sense. You know the 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 whole debate is: do you go quarterback there? 
you know, I guess, and that really depends on if they like one of the two, the uh, two quarterbacks available. But I think uh, the more sure bet is Parsons. Uh, if I was a Broncos fan, I'd be very happy with that. Yes. And uh, I am surprised though, cause I had Lance going in the top in the, in, the, in my top five. So I think I, I had it been, you know, the way that we're drafting, I think they have to make that decision, whether it's going to be Parsons or Lance. Originally I, when I was doing my own mock without your picks in there, I had it Parsons or certain with Lance there. Maybe they, maybe they bite on Trey Lance, but I just think, man, how many quarterbacks would, would this be? What I know Orsweiler was like a second or third rounder, but they yeah. gave, they gave him a ton of money after, right. after a, a decent performance or two. Um, or was that Houston that gave him a ton of money? I forget. Well, Houston definitely signed yeah. him via free agency. So yeah, you're probably right. Cause I, you know, Denver had him on the uh, rookie contract and Houston's one that, that really paid for him. Well, either way, I mean, the Broncos just have had a, a really hard time evaluating the quarterback position with even with Manning. I mean, they got one good one or two good years out of Manning. And then uh, the second Super Bowl run, he was long in the tooth, but uh, maybe I, I, you think they would go Lance over Parsons. You know, it all depends on, on how they view the quarterbacks. Uh, but I I'm totally fine with the Parsons. Pick. I'm going I think Parsons. It I'm, go, I'm going Parsons. I don't think they go quarterback. Stick, stick with your yeah. gut. Okay. So that you are on the Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, well, this, pick. this might be the easiest pick since the first two <laughs> yeah, or, or, or the first three. Cause I think everybody and their grandma have them taking certain and that makes the most sense. They obviously need cornerback help more than any other position. And here's a guy that should be able to step in day one and be a lockdown corner. Wouldn't it be great if, if Denver did take certain though. So then they were forced to, to <laughs> just go to screw them up. Yeah, I just, love it. just to screw them. Certain's uh, a beast. His dad was a beast. Uh, you play corner at, at Alabama for the most part, with the exception of that D Milner pick by my jets. That was a bust. But you see Fitzpatrick playing the way he has in uh, in Pittsburgh. I think this one makes sense. I, we know they're going to go defense. We know that they just invested in Dak Prescott, so there's no way they're going quarterback here. The, I, I actually did a seven round mock, and I thought like I, I think eighty percent of their draft picks were defensive on the defensive side of the ball. So this one makes sense. Um, all right, we're ten picks in. I'm going to hit you with number eleven in a second. But first, I want to tell you the college experience. Mock draft is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive an offer up to a $500 risk free bet. What a great fucking deal that is. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and make sure. Make sure you download the app today. I mean, look, just yesterday I gave out a Dundee special of the Padres to beat the Dodgers, and they were down seven one in the seventh, Nick. Seven one in the seventh. I saw I was watching. And I hit that thing. And then FCS lines are already out. Stone Labanowitz, friend of the program, starting quarterback for Southern Illinois. They pull off the big upset in Ogden, Utah against Weber State. They're catching 15 and a half against the, the, uh, the Jackrabbits of South Dakota state. Uh, you better believe I'm going to be riding uh, Southern Illinois plus 15 and a half and making that bet over at win bet. You better believe it. All right, here we are. Pick 11, pick 11. And, and this one, you know, we got the New York giants on the clock and they're kind of a, I mean, 
could they? I mean, there's no way they would go quarterback, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think they're good. I think they're giving Daniel Jones at least one more year. That's you know, all signs are pointing towards him getting one more year to see what he can do. I had that. I had Pitts dropping to them in my mock that I did. Now, obviously, his lots changed since then. I was, I was that that mock. When you do a seven round mock, you don't just make that up over a day. That took a couple of weeks, um, or at least like a week, I think. But I don't know where 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 they go here. There's linebacker. They they could go linebacker. They could go wide out. They could go uh, all across the board here. Um, well, what's interesting with the Giants and the Eagles with back to back picks here, they both need a lot of the same stuff, especially wide receiver and cornerback. Off, offensive line too, man. Offensive sure. line is another thing that they could go. Sure. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say they take uh, Vera Tucker, Elijah Vera oh, Tucker, out of out, out of USC. Real Money Kramer was on this one, and I think makes a lot of sense, especially if Pitts is not there or Parsons. I could see them going Pitts or Parsons, but both gone. Um, give me, uh, give me the Giants with uh, Vera Tucker. So uh, no uh, Jalen Waddle, huh? I, I think uh, that's going to be, I mean, I, I think he's going to end up an Eagle personally, but uh, that's your pick to decide for the Philadelphia Eagles. But I, so I think that the two question marks here are the, are the two people within question um, are is Waddle and it's the other cornerback that's rated high JC Horn. Uh, I'm sorry, JC Horn out of South Carolina. Exa- yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, th- I assume you were going to take one of those two guys and I was going to take the guy that you didn't grab, but now I have the choice. And if I have the choice, I think Philly knows they need a shot in the arm of that offense. Um, the receiver they drafted in the first round last year. What's his name? The uh, uh, Eagles at uh, yeah. a TCU. His name yeah. is uh, I'm drawing a blank on it. Uh, it's Jalen. Rager, I believe. There you go. Yeah. Good pull. Uh, jury's still out. Didn't have, you know, the best rookie season. So I think they doubled down and I think they're glad that Waddle has fallen down to the 12th pick and they'll, uh, they'll scoop him up Two back, back to back years, drafted in a Jalen at receiver <laughs> uh, uh, and, and at quarterback Jalen hurts. Uh, so through three Jalen's and, and, and two, two draft picks or two, two drafts, I should say. But um, no, I think that's I, the right pick. I, I think it's all spelled differently too. <laughs> Probably, right? But I, I really think that's it's the right pick because he's got familiarity with uh with Jalen Hurts. And I think like I told you before, this guy when he's healthy is electric. I, I am sold on this guy. Now I know the injury, I don't know how bad that has been for him. I know he came back in the national championship and play, but didn't look like himself, you know, uh, rightfully so. So uh I don't know. I, I, but I, I, I'm a big fan of Jalen Waddle. And I think he's going to be, I think he's gonna be a great pro if he can retain what he was doing a, a you know, pre COVID season. Um, so that puts me on the Los Angeles charges of, of San Diego and they're going out of line here. And, and I heard uh, Justin Herbert, you know, really lobby for Penny Sewell. If he drops, you got to take Penny Sewell. Look, they're going to go O line. They're going to go wide receiver. Potentially they're going to go cornerback potentially, but I think O line, Look, he, Justin Herbert looked great last year, man. If they're, they have to be committed to protecting Justin Herbert. They have to be. I mean, that that guy looked fucking incredible. To you know, and I was on the, I, I was one, I was one of uh, thinking that Herbert. I was on the fence about Herbert. I, I was with you. Yeah, I was with you. I mean, and and if anything, it made me think instantly when I saw Herbert play at that level. 
it made me fade Marcus Arroyo the, the even more. I, I didn't like UNLV hiring Marcus Arroyo, the OC of Oregon at the time. But after, then I saw when you saw what Herbert was doing, you go, now I really am going to fade uh, Marcus Arroyo, uh, head coach of UNLV, because I, I just thought he looked better in one year with the Chargers than he ever looked with Oregon. Um, but I think they protect, uh, I think they go for protection here. And with Vera, Vera Tucker gone, with, uh, with, with, uh, with, Slater gone with Penny Sewell gone. I think they're going to go Christian Darisol out of Virginia Tech. Makes sense. Yeah, they're probably uh, they're, they're probably not very happy that there's been a run on linemen, but I think Darisol is probably the last one in that top tier. So I think that makes a lot of sense for them. Uh, yeah, man, I definitely think so. And then uh, let's let, look. I mean, and that's that's them being smart. You know, the Chargers are kind of the, one of these weird organizations where they're actually normally pretty smart in the draft. Yeah. You can throw the Ryan leaf thing in there after that with drew Brees, late round draft pick. They've had really good first round draft picks, you know, or, or late round draft picks throughout their existence or really over the past 20 years or, or so. So there that's, what's compelling about them is that, is that they're, they're like a shitty organization that drafts. Well, <laughs> you know <laughs> what right. I mean? Like figure that one out. Like it, from Cromartie to, to, uh, so many of the other players that they they've had Tomlinson. I mean, they, they normally actually get it right over the past 20 years. They just find a way to fuck it up after. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that puts you on pick 14 with the Minnesota Vikings. And this is, you know, I just retweeted uh, Tommy Kramer, Tommy Kramer, who nailed the Vikings draft pick of Justin Jefferson a season ago, Tommy Kramer, former Viking quarterback in the eighties. Great. Uh, I'm a big fan of Tommy Kramer. Um, he was saying that if, if Trey Lance drops to 14, they need to take him. And, and, and just like with Joe, Joe Theismann, when a quarterback's evaluating another quarterback, gotta, gotta listen, especially if they're a good quarterback, like Tommy Kramer, unless, and it's, jo- unless it's John Elway doing the evaluating <laughs> <laughs> fair point, fair, fair point. You think the Vikings could go quarterback here? I mean, they are, they, they are paying cousins a lot of money right now, but they're in a great spot where Lance, you get a rookie deal. And I think most people think Lance needs to sit for a year or two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fields is still there too. Actually. We have two quarterbacks yeah. that are kind of dropping now. I mean, look, it kind of makes sense, but I could see Zimmer's a defensive coach. So I always like when I, I, I do a mock yeah. draft every year for sports scaling podcast. And I feel like every year I'm always like, Oh, he's going defense. He's going defense. I, well, it's my pick this year. And I say, I agree. I think he's going defense again. I think he wants to bolster that pass rush. And then there's that edge rusher quitty pay. It sounds like he'd be a perfect fit in Minnesota. I think Zimmer got I think, I think they go defense. They might be tempted to roll the dice with the quarterback, but I think they go pay. I, I, that's the thing is like when I did my mock, I didn't have their quarter. I mean, I had fields available and I think that fields, uh, I think a uh, Lance makes more sense because Minnesota, not far from the Dakotas. So he would be a, a home run pick from a, a marketing point of view. Um, but also, I don't think Zimmer gives a shit about marketing. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, dude, I mean, they, they, they were there was talk that they were going to trade Cousins to San Francisco and uh, you know inquired a, a, a allegedly with interest of getting Kirk Cousins. So you think they're just sold on Cousins? I know he's got a gigantic contract, so perhaps. But this is the NFL, no, I man. I don't think they're sold on him, and I mean, I don't think you should be sold on Kirk Cousins. Uh, but I think that they do. Th- 
assume they can at least win with Cousins. I think he's a stopgap. I think uh, you know maybe in the in the coming years they may look to address the quarterback position more long term. But uh, you know they're only what a couple of years from from going deep in the playoffs here. So I think they they roll with Cousins as is now, and they try to get more pieces around him, especially the defense. The defense took a step back last year. Zimmer wants to get them back up, you know, uh, as a as a top ten defense, and uh, I, yeah, that's why I think uh, they need pay to get after that QB. Uh, okay, okay, I like it now. Now this puts me on pick fifteen. And we're we're with the New England Patriots, and now I mean, I, when I did my own mock, which is at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, seven rounds, by the way, guys, check it out. Um, I I only had Fields available. Now you have Fields and Lance available, and J.C. Horn, who I know they need secondary help. So I, I, this is where it gets really interesting. I think they take a quarterback here, right? I don't know. Belichick's weird like this, man. I mean, he, mm-hmm. He'll probably trade back. Um, huh? I mean, cause I he think probably will trade back, but I guess we can't take that into consideration for the sake of this podcast, <laughs> but I can tell you this. Woody, I, I, I don't know that he would trade back knowing that he has JC horn and the other two available. Yeah. 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 It, you know, it seems like there's going to be a group of a uh, few DBs going off the board here soon. You know, right now, new England would have their pick of the litter, which probably would be horn. I, I mean, that, what do you think? Do you think they would go cornerback over quarterback? Yeah. You know, Belichick's always, I mean, how many times have they taken a quarterback in the first round? <laughs> never, <laughs> never. So yeah, you but, know what? Give me JC after horn. last year, after last year, maybe, you know, he's like, all right, we need a freaking quarterback. I don't know. What do you think? You going horn? No, well, on my mock, I had them taking fields, but I didn't have horn available. I didn't have Lance available. So now I'm like, huh? Um, you know what? Let me, uh, let me go Lance. Let me go trade Lance to new England. Yeah. I think, I think it might make some sense there. I think he would take Lance over fields. I think he would too. So uh, give me, give me Trey Lance there. I think he, and, and knowing that he could, you know, they resigned Cam Newton so he could let, look, say what you want about Cam Newton, but he can still uh, benefit, benefit from turn the ball over. <laughs> he can still turn the ball over. That was unfair, man. People are giving, look, he I can still throw a ball of 10 yards over the receiver's head. I am not a Cam Newton guy, right? Like I, I, you know, I have nothing against the guy, but you realize there was like 20 play, like not 20, but like 10 or, or seven or eight or something players that opted out that were key players for the Patriots the season ago. All right. I think it's a little unfair. Ha- however, saying that um, Trey Lance can still benefit from the knowledge. Are you kidding me? Like I, I, let's not, I get it. Cam Newton's not who he was, but you telling me he, the guy's just, he, he couldn't mentor. Uh, I think he could be a good mentor for, for, for Trey Lance. So even if it's, know. even if it's a one-off, all right, look, I know he dresses <laughs> ridiculous. All right. But is that really the mentor that, that, that Belichick wants? He's uh, not out there uh, doing blow <laughs> off of uh, you know, strippers ass. You know what I mean? Like, as far as I know, if so more power to him, but Maybe um, should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, but you know, I think he gets a bad rap, dude. Tell me, let, let's talk. I mean, I, I, the race thing is real because Justin Fields, how are they, they coming at his character? Yeah, what has he ever done to deserve those kind of shots? Dude, I don't know. He lobbied to play the game. Him and Trevor Lawrence went and went said, "Hey guys, 
They challenged the Big Ten. They challenged college football, saying we want to yeah, play. Great. That is leadership. I don't understand it. I, I I sit back and I go, how are they, you know, essentially saying this about this guy? This kid's done nothing but play the game and play the game right. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And it just seems very. For, for, it just seems racist as fuck to me, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, hey, you might be onto something, and you know, I think he has a, a chance to do well. I mean, you know, we know the whole Ohio State quarterback thing. That's true, very true. And usually, I'm not a fan of a Buckeye coming out. I hated it when the Redskins drafted uh, what's his face Dwayne a couple Haskins, years ago. Yeah. He was awful. I knew it. I was like, damn it. Don't draft that guy. Sure enough. We did. But Haskins uh, but also only started like, like seven games or something. Yeah. And, and, and here fields was a top recruit like th- and not- fields. I mean, look at his, like his deep ball accuracy. Yeah. You know, I mean, his, his obviously his legs uh, and his leadership. There's the, a lot to like. Well, the only skepticism is the Ohio state offense. That's the only skepticism. It has nothing to do like to make it a character driven complaint about it. it it's just, it just reeks to me of uh, of racism, right. like it's yeah, just you horrible. Might, you might but be onto something. Anyway, um, I, I I got them going Trey Lance. I think I think that's uh, that's par, uh, that's Parcells. I said that's Belichick's pick. So uh, next up on the clock is the Arizona Cardinals and our guy Cliff Kingsbury. Well, they are thrilled that that the Patriots went quarterback, so they can take the top cornerback in J.C. Horn from South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be a home run for them. I had them going O line because I didn't, I didn't have horn available. I didn't have certain available. So, and by the way, I mean, I guess it's a, it's up to them who they have rated as a top corner. Cause a lot have, uh, have certain, but it could also well, be JC well, has gone. Yeah. Cowboys drafted. No, no, but you said top corner, but I'm saying the top oh. corner available at that moment, I guess is what yeah, you're that's saying. What yeah. It meant. Okay. Yeah. And you're right. They could go offensive lineman, but it, it seemed like at least as far as our mock here, that a lot of those linemen went, 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 you know, first instead of the DBs. Mm-hmm. So here, I think that makes the Cardinals decision pretty easy. And you know, they go with horn. And I mean, dude, if they, if they can just get it going here right now, they're in an interesting spot because what Kingsbury is like the offensive head coach. I heard, you know, we had Mike Leach on talking about this, how like, and I think he was hinting at us cause he didn't want to bury his boy cliff Kingsbury, but he was saying like, you know, in the NFL, they only hire head coach or the, the trendy thing that's happening now. Cause we asked him about cliff Kingsbury and he said, is like, they're basically hiring a head coach. That is a only in charge of offense. The, the, the owner hires the defensive coordinator and the special teams. So uh, are you, re- and he, he even said, are you really a head coach then? Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, um, so, so I guess what I'm saying is like, what will they, they have great pieces around them. I mean, we saw a skill positions, I would say, can they, can they get better on O line better on defense in general, the defense, you know, I know they took a kid early uh, a season ago, uh, the linebacker from Clemson, but, and he actually played pretty good. I think but better than most projected. So we'll see if that defense can continue to get better. I believe they got uh, what Vance Joseph. Now the DC, I believe if memory serves me correct, I could be wrong about that. Um, but okay, that puts me on the Raiders then. So here we are, the Raiders, and it, it's funny that I'm in this spot because uh, Real Money Kramer had asked me if if Lance and Fields dropped to the Raiders, who would uh, Chucky take? You know, who would Gruden take? And I, do you I, think they do you think they go quarterback? They might. 
they really might because I don't think cars the answer. I, I I don't I know they have Mariota as well. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I do they. Part of me feels like Gruden is like overconfident in, in his abilities to coach QBs, and that's why he thinks he can get by with a Mariota or a Car. And let's face it, they have some glaring weaknesses like offensive lineman, uh, linebacker, defensive line. Uh, but you know, if, if fields is there, it's possible. It, that's really interesting. They're going to be one of the, I think one of the more interesting, but here's that you're in a new city. You put a brand new quarterback. That was a part of the college football playoffs. There is there that angle. I mean, I got them going O line and going Tevin Jenkins. I think that's a play. I think he's a perfect fit there, uh, but it is interesting because at the end of the day, Quarterbacks win games. Quarterbacks win championships. Quarterbacks bring in fans. They bring in money, and if they have fuels rated high, they could pull the trigger. And I don't think Carr's the answer. I really don't think Carr's no, the answer. I think Mariota is more of an answer than Carr. I, if I were them right now, I would just either roll the dice on Mariota or draft and, and draft a quarterback. So you have one year, a one year window on Mariota, and I and I would pull the plug on Carr, but. That's just me. Uh, 19th pick and the Miami dolphins, Nick second, second pick for the dolphins in the first round. Where are you going? So the first round we had them taking uh chase, right? The first pick. Yeah. Chase. No, 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 no. Devonte no, no, Smith. Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Devonte Smith. Right. Uh, yeah. I made that pick. Right. Yes. Uh, so, all right. So with, I think the wide receiver was their most glaring need after that. You know, especially if you you know one first rounder on the offense, it makes sense to spend the next first rounder on the defense. Uh, it's actually a guy that I really wanted uh, the Redskins to get, but uh, what are we at? What pick are we at here? Where oh, Redskins one before, are one I pick think, back. I think the Dolphins take yeah. him, and that is the linebacker from Notre Dame, Jeremiah Owusu. This dude's a beast. This dude's a beast. I watched some film he on is. him. I mean, dude, yep. this guy can play, man. I watched like. Look, and I, I, you know me, I'm not the biggest Notre Dame fan, but this guy, I was sold on. I was really sold on watching the film. What, what, what do you think about? Yeah, so he, he's a three down lineman. Uh, he can play from sideline to sideline. He, he's probably the best linebacker in the draft at coverage skills. I think I, I, I heard that even at, at at Notre Dame last year, he played some slot corner. I mean, so the dude's fast. He's athletic, and I think he's going to be a good linebacker for a long time in this league. Like I say, the Redskins or you know the Washington football team picks no, no, nineteen. No, 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 you said it right. The Redskins. <laughs> um, I hope he falls to nineteen, but uh, I think the Dolphins are looking in the same. I mean, I, you know, they need help on defense. I think he'd make a lot of sense in Miami, also. No, and I, that's actually what I had on my seven round mock projection. So uh, then we go to the Redskins at the pick nineteen. And see, once again, I didn't have a quarterback available here. So you're telling me they could be taking Justin Fields, but they just, they just <laughs> took an Ohio state quarterback two years ago. <laughs> that it's, you know, it's funny how the Ohio state thing is kind of rearing its ugly head. Cause you're right. If he's at any other team, that's that, you know, that's inconsequential. So it's that that's what's hurting him. I mean, I actually think his raw skills had he transferred from Georgia to Fucking wherever. If he was at Iowa last year, he'd be a top ten pick. But I think it's scaring away just seeing the way these Ohio State quarterbacks have played. Now, obviously, not many of it. It's funny. I I, I always see uh, memes 
on a lot of these football forums saying like Ohio State bust quarterback university. And I'm like, well, no, Haskins is really your only bust unless you want to like go back to the days of Mike Tomzak. But the rest were not projected. Like Troy Smith was like a late round pick, I think. Uh, uh, Cardell Jones was a late round pick. Uh, what's his name? The other guy. Uh, Braxton Miller and, and and JT Barrett, they were not high draft picks. So I don't know that that means you're a bust. It just means your system in college is different. It's like, that's like saying well, Tommy Frazier's guys are basically system quarterbacks. You know, you, they had uh first off, they had a really good offensive line playmakers all around them. And they had an offensive scheme. That's relatively easy. You didn't have to make yeah. a whole lot of decisions it, it, on the go. It's really one or two reads. You, you cut half the field. If you don't, if any listeners out there aren't familiar with what urban Meyer would do, you basically cut half the field in half from the start, from the start, it would give you a run pass option and then give you a one or a, a, like basically two looks. Um, so yeah, I, I get it. But at the same time, I mean, would the Redskins pull the trigger? I don't think they would. I think, I, I, I think they, they got burned by Haskins, this, this Heineken kid. And then they, they're invested in, uh, in, uh, I mean, not heavily invested, but Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to go Zaven Collins, a linebacker that I was fucking loving like at, at Tulsa last year, the Tulsa, this kid was a player, man. Every time his team needed a big play, this guy came up big, got a pick six in an overtime game. Uh, we know the Redskins need linebacker help. We know like uh, the, yes, their defense is really good, but Ron, and that's another thing is Rivera is a former linebacker. If anyone's going to know good linebacker play, it's Rivera um, throw out the, the Elway quarterback play analogy there, but uh, Zavin Collins, what do you think? Yeah, I hope you're right. Uh, you know, cause yeah, I want a, a Wosu Koromoa most, but I think Zaven Collins will be my second pick for the Redskins. Uh, I think you know they have a look. They have a really good defense. I think keep on feeding that defense, make it the cornerstone of your team. Worry about quarterback in the second or third round. There's actually a couple guys that they can get day two, day three that I like. I think if Washington's smart, they go defense here and they save. They wait until the second or third round to go quarterback. Uh, a guy that I'm eyeing is Jamie Newman, the uh, wake force transfer oh, to dude, Georgia. I think he is complete. I, I talked about him uh, in this mock and I guess I talked about him off air with uh, Sean and Ryan that I think the guy, that guy has a huge upside to me. Everyone well, great minds think alike. Cause I am, I've circled him like, man, third round grab Jamie Newman. And you know what? If he if he turns out to be nothing, oh, you'll also third round pick. Big deal. Yeah, I mean, I have. I mean, I, I was a bit dumbfounded when I was previewing the seven round mock, and I saw Trask and Kellen Mond, and uh, even a few when I was searching other drafts, just come trying to compare my picks. They had uh, Ian Book and uh, who was the other quarterback? Ellinger. One of them had Ellinger ahead of him, and I'm like, what are they seeing that I'm not seeing? Yeah. <laughs> I would take Newman over those guys in a heartbeat, but that's what, I mean, sometimes the quarterback position can be tricky, man. Like I, I feel like I, I tout this a lot and I don't know that I'm, I feel like I do better than a lot of general managers. Like, and I think you too, I, I like, we were sold on Russell Wilson. I remember us texting being like, damn, Russell Wilson going this late, this dude, first off, I think he broke the record for f- freshman uh, or for, for, brand new quarterbacks coming into college football, the, the essentially the most passes without an interception. And that was early in his career. He stayed for, you know, this is a guy who grad transferred to, to Wisconsin. He was at NC state. 
we were all sold on him and we're just sitting there like, what, you know, like I, I feel like for the most part, I was a skeptic on Sam Darnold. I liked Baker Mayfield. I liked uh, Josh Allen way more than Darnold. Um, I feel we like also we're all over Ryan leaf and that one didn't work out. That's so. true. But that was <laughs> 22 years too. ago. But, but look, the leaf thing, we also didn't know the IQ test. He failed the shit out of that. Like IQ test. They give the, uh, the yeah. quarterbacks. I, we didn't know. We didn't know that knowledge. It wasn't Twitter back then. So um, I, I did think leaf was going to be a player. So I, I still feel like majority of the time we hit it, we get it right. So Jamie Newman, watch out for Jamie Newman. So, so uh, that means actually wait, before we get to the next pick, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by Roman. Yes. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. The best golfer sometimes three putt with the tournament on the line. Nick Anderson of the Orlando Magic missed three free throws in a row. <laughs> I'm ad libbing that one, but uh, so not to throw Nick under the bus. I don't know that Nick is using this product, but perhaps. So if you uh, if you feel like you you know you come up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, you know there are options out there. Go to getroman.com/sgp right now, right now with Roman. You can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED. Yes. Erectile dysfunction all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free two day shipping. Uh, The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash SGP and complete an online visit today. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and get this issue taken care of. All right. Go to getroman.com slash SGP now to get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Getroman.com slash SGP. $15 off your first month treatment. You gotta do it guys. All right, here we are, Nick. It is on you and you are now drafting with the almighty, uh, Chicago bears at 20, right? Yes. And, uh, this is one that you think this is once again, we brought up the fact the Patriots would be shocked that both quarterbacks are there. We brought up, brought up the fact that the Raiders would be shocked. Fields is there. The Redskins would be shocked. Fields are there. Now you're on the bears. And and I mean they just invested in Andy Dalton. Come on, they're not thinking Fields is gonna be there. They gotta take Fields, right? They take they take Fields. Yeah, slide no more. Uh, The Bears are surprised, and I think very pleased to take a quarterback that some people have going in the top five with the number twenty pick. Obviously, Andy Dalton is not a a long term answer, but he could be serviceable for a year or two while Fields gains some (laughs) experience. They got Nick Foles too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, hey, that's <laughs> those are two good quarterbacks to learn from. You know, I think I'd rather learn from those two than Cam Newton personally. <laughs> uh just cuz they're better passers. Um so yeah, uh, I think Bears take Fields. I think it's a no-brainer at 20. Uh that's that would be very interesting if they got if they got Fields at 20. If they got Fields at 20, I think that's the play. I like the pick. It makes sense to me. Okay, pick 21, the Indianapolis Colts. Now, this is one I had them go in O line to protect, uh, you know, 
Carson Wentz because he's very injury prone, but I also didn't have some players projected dropping as far as they have. Um, so that means they would have a shot. Who did I have dropping then? I have Caleb Fairley dropping. I think they still go O line. Give me Sam Cosme out of uh, out of Texas University. I think it's going to be between uh, them and Jalen Mayfield. Yeah, and I think they're going to go O line to protect uh, Carson Wentz because we know he gets dinged up often. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. The uh, Colts, uh, they've had a good office lineman for, you know, many years now. I'm sure they want to stay on top of that and have, keep that, you know, top echelon unit in the, uh, in the league. So uh, I like it. Makes sense. It makes sense. All right. You were on pick 22 with the, uh, with the, te- the Tennessee Titans. Looking at Tennessee here, they could go a couple different directions. Um, really, I think it comes down to two guys. It comes down to the tackle that you mentioned in Jalen Mayfield, or the corner you mentioned in Caleb Farley. Uh, you know, their team needs the most glaring are cornerback, tackle, and you could argue wide receiver. Um, I, I think they might look at Greg Newsom the second too at a Northwestern because he played in a, a very pro style defense with Pat Fitzgerald. I think they're going to look at Fairley Newsom. And Mayfield, I think those are the three really that they're probably going to key in on. If I had, you're right. Guess. You know what? And I had Newsom ranked higher than Farley. Uh, oversight by by my part. So yeah, I think they grab Greg Newsom the second from Northwestern. This guy was great. I don't know if you. I don't know how much North. I mean, I know you watched some Northwestern. Like he did a great job. Uh, uh, the past two years, really, I've I've been thoroughly impressed with Greg Newsom, the second, and I think this is a great pick for the Titans. I really do. And I think, and I actually think everyone has the Steelers going first round running back. I think the Steelers want Newsom. So if he gets taken there, perhaps the Steelers do go running back, but I think they're hoping that if, if, if a corner is there, Steelers always go defense. Yes. I know football has changed, but they, they, they know that they're like DBU when it comes to uh, when it comes to the NFL, in my opinion. So um that that's a great value pick. I think for the Titans, I think getting Greg Newsom, I think, I actually think he's going to be a great player. I think he's going to be a great. He's proved to me enough in college that I think this is going to be a, the other, like fairly. I understand that there's some health issues um, or Farley, whatever the fuck it is. Um, but any sat out a year, Newsom played, I'm more sold on Newsom than I am fairly. So um, here we are. I get pick 23. Your jets. Oh man. Don't fuck this up. Please don't fuck this up. Please don't this fuck point, this up. You just, you just take the best available. Well, here's my problem, man, is the jets always draft defense. It's it's I, I hinted at this on the uh, SGP uh, mock. I think the past 22 first round draft picks we've had since the year 2001, I think 22 first rounders. Cause there was one year we had two. Um, they've gone defense. I think, I think 17 of the 22. Right. While the whole league was trending offensively. And that didn't even result in like a top notch defense. (laughs) I mean, there were years with Rex Ryan where like Darrell Revis. You got to go back a little ways, but yeah. yeah. Like you go back a decade or 12, 14 years ago. I mean, we, they went to back to back AFC championships, but um, the real, the real issue was they, they went with Sanchez. So I guess you could knock the drafting of the offense at the same time, but uh, I, I kind of want them to get pieces around their, their brand new quarterback, but 
I think they're going to go defense. We have holes defensively on the edge. We have holes in the secondary. We have holes at linebacker really. So I, I, I got them g- getting this kid uh, away or I, I believe away is how you pronounce it uh, from Penn state, Jason away. But I am curious if fairly, you know, fairly dropping there. No, I think they're still going to go away. They could go offense though. They could, they really could go Terrence Marshall wide receiver, LSU. Um, they might even, they might even do something else. I mean, but, but I, I, I think always the pick here. I know he's been rising on draft boards, defensive end at a Penn state guy guy's been a beast in college, but uh, any, any workout warrior. Um, I, I think that's what they do. And I, I think the edge rush helps. I think they need that. I understand they got, you know, uh, Williams from Bama, but they don't really have anybody on the edge. They need to get to the quarterback. Give me them getting Jason away. I like it. I like it. Makes a lot of sense. And I think, you know, whatever a team has two first round draft picks uh, for, to me, especially if, if you need as much as the jets do, it makes sense to, to do one on offense, one on defense, help both sides of the team. Unless like somebody really slips somebody that you, that you were targeting to, to go 10 picks earlier falls to you. I think it makes sense to, to kind of build a balanced team there. Uh, so I am on, uh, who am I on here? The Steelers, right? Yeah. Hang on. But first, He's got the answers to who you should and shouldn't take. Who the hell is Mel Kiper? Oh yes, you are on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and there. This is interesting because Patty C, big Steeler fan, he knows that Newsom is gone. Um, so I think you know Patty C projected them to get a running back, even with Newsom on the board. I was on the other side of that coin. I think they go Newsom if he's available. Fairly, well, they got definitely some need risk. help. Yeah, in the in the secondary, a lot of people I have I've seen a lot of people have them taking Najee Harris. Makes a lot of sense. But we are talking about the Steelers. I think they stick going defense, and I think they go with uh, with Farley, the cornerback out of Virginia Tech, with Newsom gone. I like it. I like it. It just makes sense to me. They, they're the Steelers. They can. They know they can. James Conner was a was wasn't the first round draft pick. Uh, I go through. Le'Veon Bell wasn't a first round draft pick. Uh, who are some of the other Mendenhall wasn't a first round draft pick. They don't draft running backs in the first round. When's the last time that they haven't taken a fucking running back in the first round since Barry Foster? Um, <laughs> I can't think of. I honestly can't think of one. Maybe Tim Worley. Who was first, Foster or Worley? I don't remember. Um, makes sense. I think they go running back second round. Yeah, yeah. I, they're going to definitely take a uh, running back early in this draft, but I think that, like you said, second round or uh, third round. Let's go. Okay, here I am on the Jacksonville Jaguars and. Urban Meyer. And then this is one that I find is interesting. Cause I, there's holes all over this team. Um, I think one of the, I think urban Meyer knows how important offense and defensive line is. I think he, he knows right now. I mean, always with this teams really to tell you the truth. Uh, so I think he's going to load up. I think he's going to go D tackle Christian Barmore out of Alabama. I think that makes a lot of sense right here. Now I will say, he might take Jalen Mayfield out of Michigan. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, a, a big offensive tackle to go, you know, pair him with your new quarterback sounds like a perfect fit. But uh, you know, Barmore is a nice selection too. You can't go wrong with either one. Personally, if I was the guy, I would take uh, Mayfield. But uh, Barmore should be a good defense lineman for a long time, so can't argue with. I it. mean, they got big holes at each spot 
maybe exactly. Yeah. I mean, I could see both cases, but I uh, traditionally in my mock, I didn't have Mayfield being there. So if he's there, I think it's a 50, 50, maybe a 51 49. Maybe he does go Mayfield, but I, I don't know. I think Barmore, the bigger hole is on the defense to me. So uh, give me Christian Barmore on uh, from Alabama joining Jacksonville. So here we are getting ready for pick 26. But before I get to pick 26, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by Riffer. The sports gambling podcast is now on Riffer. Riffer is your home to many episodes and free picks from the SGPN crew. If you don't have time to listen to an entire episode, Riffer is perfect for the quick fix. Make sure you subscribe to our page, the, uh, or make sure you sub- subscribe to the SGPN page. I should say by going to sports gambling podcast.com slash Riffer R I F F R that's sports gambling podcast.com slash Riffer R I F F R no E in there. No E in there guys. Um, here we are. NC Nick selecting for the Cleveland Browns. What are you doing here? Well, I think they go defense. It would make sense to go with an edge rusher. And there's actually two edge rushers on the board, uh, both from the U both from Miami university. Uh, I think they go Jalen Phillips, the uh, six foot six, 260 pound edge rusher, uh, you know, bolster that defense. Um, if you look at the offense, they're pretty much got their offense set. You know, uh, you could argue maybe another receiver, uh, maybe an offensive lineman, but I think they go defense here. And I think Jalen Phillips, Jalen Phillips uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I had them going Rousseau, but either way, I think edge is, is what the, maybe even Aziz, uh, a, a, a July, a Ju- I don't know how to pronounce his name from Georgia. Um, I like it. I like, I, I like the, uh, the U pick though. For some reason, I feel like the Browns always draft players from the U. So makes a lot of sense. Um, all right. Well, that puts me on the team that left Cleveland, the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. The original Cleveland Browns and uh, interesting spot here because I originally had them go in D end. I think if Jalen Mayfield drops to the Baltimore Ravens, he is a Baltimore Raven. Pencil that one in Jalen Mayfield to the Baltimore Ravens, especially uh, just trading that tackle to yeah. uh, KC. Makes, yeah. That makes sense. May, uh, that's a no brainer right then. Right. I mean, yeah, I released this mock before that trade. So um, uh, yeah. And, and if, uh, especially if he's available, if they can get any of those top, like I know it's a, ta- it, it, there's a ton of, of great tackles in this draft. It's a deep draft for, for offensive tackles, but not after the first, like there's a drop off to me. Yes. You're still getting some valuable players in the second round and the third round that I think will be starters. But I think Jalen Mayfield could be a stud a stud. So give me the Ravens and the Ravens also draft great in my opinion. So um, give me Jalen Mayfield to the Baltimore Ravens at pick 27 NC Nick that we are just working right through this. Aren't we? Yeah, we are just firing all cylinders here. You are on the new Orleans saints, which I think is actually one of the more intriguing spots here because the saints, yes, you could argue they need probably help on the D line maybe linebackers, maybe secondary, but they also could do some unpredictable things. I think they, I'll say this. Do you think if for some reason fields drops, they would pull the plug or try to potentially trade up. You think they're yeah. set on, yeah. on, on, on their quarterback situation? I don't know that they are. 
No, why would you be? I mean, <laughs> you know, you got a guy who's more like a fullback or a tight end, and you have Jameis Winston, who I guess if he can learn to take care of the ball, he has talent. But um, you know, I think if if they saw an opportunity to grab a quarterback that they valued high and it slipped to him, then sure, you know, because they're a really good team right now. Obviously, they have some positions on defense where they could use help. Yeah, but they could have the luxury of taking a guy if they thought it were, they were rated high and they slipped. So uh, potentially they could, but I guess for the sake of our conversation now, Fields was gone. All five quarterbacks are gone, so they're going defense. And we just mentioned the two edge rushers from Miami. I had Phillips going first. If that does happen, I think the Saints take the other guy with this pick, Gregory. Rousseau, Rousseau, I believe Rousseau, Gregory yeah. Rousseau to new Orleans. Uh, it makes sense. I mean, you're filling a void. Um, so it makes, it makes sense. And I actually think getting him this late, I think this guy's a baller. I think he's a baller. I was really impressed with him. So uh, makes sense that, uh, that he, they, that he could really fill in and, and play well and, and fill a void that they, they desperately need. All right. Here's the mo- one of the more interesting teams, I think. And I say this, I feel like for every fucking team, but <laughs> I'm not going to say it here because we are on the green Bay Packers and they're weird. They're, they, they draft weird. We saw they've never vet invested in wide outs, um, which is unbelievable that they haven't taken a wide. Out. I, I forget the stat off the top of my head. David Bakhtari, uh, Bakhtiari, whatever, uh, color, my guy from Colorado, he, he, he was out for the year last year. So the question is, do they go O line? Do they go receiver? Obviously there's speculation out there. They're going to trade Jordan love. I saw a rumor going around. Maybe they'll trade him to new England. I think that's, that's not going to happen, but it is interesting. They also need D line help. Potentially they could use some, maybe a sec in the secondary. Um, I think, man, this is tough because if they, I think they're going to go uh, O-line here. I think they want to make Aaron Rodgers happy and perhaps after last season, that's why they're, in, it's a kind of a catch 22 because would he be happier with O-lineman or, or a, that, that, a uh, receiver? Exactly. And that's to me, the coin toss is do they go like uh Etchenberg or whatever uh, from Notre Dame, or do they go Terrence Marshall, the receiver from LSU? I think uh, it's going to be one or two. I mean, maybe they look at another wide out. I don't think so though. I think Marshall's the clear cut one. If they go wide receiver, um, I, I think they're going to go O line though with Bakhtiari being injured all of last year. He's 30 years old in September. Uh, so give me Liam Eichenberg, Etchenberg. I don't fucking remember how to pronounce it. Uh, it's from no- Notre Dame. Notre Dame had a money offensive line. That's what got him to the, to those, uh, to that, uh, college football playoff. So, uh, not far, not far down the road, you know, he could play in cold weather. So I think that's the pick. What do you think? Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, you want to, you have uh Rogers for another two, three years or so you want to keep him upright, you know, don't let him take those hits. Uh, makes a lot of sense to protect him there now. Now, and, and it, it is a Packers pick. I mean, you could definitely see the Packers taking him. Yeah. And the fact that Jordan love, you want him with a new offensive or a good offensive line, essentially when, when he comes in, if he, if he is the guy that comes, that follows Rogers, um, this next pick though is the Buffalo bills. And I just read an article earlier today that they're trying to trade up to get Travis Etienne. Um, 
that up. Yeah. I, I was confused. I was like, wait, I think he's available at pick 30 unless I guess maybe they have the Steelers, but it was a credible source. I don't recall who it was off the top of my head, but it was a credible source that said that they're looking to trade up to make sure they get ETN. I think ETN will be very much so available at pick 30. Interesting. So that's interesting. Cause I did not hear that article. I was unaware of that. I'm going to find but, it as you're talking right now. All right. But I was actually thinking running back as well, not ETN. I'm thinking Najee Harris. Uh, it's uh, once again, it's kind of a luxury pick. I mean, you know, you got Singletary there, you got uh, Moss. They're solid. They're, you know, they're, they're okay. And sure. The bills could use some help at cornerback or maybe an edge rusher. Or you could even say, uh, uh, Todd McShay, by the way, I'm sorry. Go. Oh, okay. Todd, Todd McShay, McShay well. was the one that, 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 that said the bills are trying to trade up for Travis Etienne in, in maybe, round one. Maybe that's a smoke screen and maybe they really want Najee Harris or they assume that Harris will be gone. I'm going to take the bills to get Najee Harris here. I think maybe he's a final piece of that offense. He like the freaking hammer just to, especially like in the red zone, you know, pound out that yardage here. Uh, Harris is a beast, so I think he'd fit up well in uh, in, and, in and mixing him with uh, what Singletary or Moss um, makes a, a pretty good. You know, a lot of a lot of these teams are doing these running backs by committee. That's a good committee right there. That's that's three different backs. I could see ETN too because it's different different pace than the other two. But uh, uh, yeah, I was, I was surprised. I had them originally going D line, but. Uh, Makes sense. That wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I, I kind of gambled, kind of roll the dice on that, uh, but I could see it happening. Well, I can tell you this: if the Chiefs at the thirty-first pick have now, this is interesting because if if Quiddy Pay, no, no, Quiddy Pay got drafted. We had right, we had him get drafted. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's gone. So you have the the end from Georgia, Aziz Ajulari or whatever um, available where I didn't have him going. Uh, so he is available and I think that's the only one really different than my mock. Uh, I think the chiefs take Terrence Marshall wide receiver. Look, uh, they, yes, they need other positions, but I think they know how potent this offense could be. I get it. Uh, why did they lose the super bowl? Because the bucks defense bucks D line specifically uh, cause cause havoc, but Terrence Marshall is a really good wideout. You can make the argument. He'll be better. He, you could make the argument. He could be the best wide receiver in the draft. I think, yeah, you, I think you sure. could. He's a baller. And uh, especially knowing that burrow was gone last year. Um, so I, I, I think the, the Andy, Andy Reed knows talent and I think he's just going to go with the most talented player. He has the second round to go address the other positions. Um, so give me a, Give me uh, you know, give me him going productive, go pro offense here. Terrence Marshall. I like it. So are we on the, you know, the Mr. Irrelevant for the sake of our podcast here? The last pick you are man. And, and on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here, Todd Bowles is uh, squad. Well, I guess, I guess Todd Bowles is the defense coordinator. Uh, that's the jets and me talking, but uh, what are you, what are you going here? Well, you know, the bucks are no dummies. They saw why they won a championship. And a lot of that was that D line. A lot of it was that pass rush. Uh, Sean green had the bucks taken the edge rusher from Washington, Joe Tryon. 
Uh, that makes a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, you know, they are a team that uh, you could argue what, you know, more offensive line help, maybe another receiver. Uh, I think they, they, they keep up with that defensive pressure and they take this dude, they take the Husky Joe, Joe Tryon. It's funny you mentioned that. Cause I had them going the other Husky and Levi on was, I don't know how to fucking pronounce his name. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I found like uh, office space. Not got not got not gonna work here anymore. Um, Uzuriki, yeah, Uzuriki, whatever. Um, Because you know Vita Vea is is uh, he he's been playing great, but he was out a lot of last year. We know Sue is long in the tooth, man. Sue is Sue is like, I feel like what thirty two years old or something. I think they do go D line. I'm I'm interested to see what they do and also see potentially if if something else happens. The Bucks are in a great spot because I think their team is very well rounded. Yeah. Um. They can just literally draft the best player on the board. Right, so right. great spot for the Bucks if you're a Buck fan. All right. Well, that concludes our first round. Boom. All right. Second round. Let's go. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's fire away. Um, what do you think though? Or like if you had to highlight, give me give me uh top three teams that you think are the most interesting based on their pick. Because I got a few out there that I just think are so like I think the Bears are one of the more interesting teams. I think the Steelers are, I think the Packers are, uh, and then I would look at teams with two Patriots. picks. We got to say the Patriots, dude, the Patriots, Patriots, are the, definitely. They're the definitely. ultimate, like enigma in this first round to me. Like, yeah. what are they going to do? Are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? Right. Um, and then to see the teams with two, with, with two first rounders, jets, Jags and dolphins. Yeah. Correct. So, you know, yeah. whenever they have two picks in the first round, it's interesting to see how they use those two picks. Is it, you know, similar positions, same side of the ball, offense, defense, a uh, lot of, a lot of interest and intrigue here coming, you know, just a few days away here. So man, this was, this was fun to do and uh, we'll see uh, how many picks we got right here. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll post this up on sports So all the fans can go over there and check out uh, the, the full, the full uh, draft that me and NC Nick projected here. Um, but one last thing you want to do here. So I mentioned, or we mentioned Jamie Newman here. How about just, we can't do it for every position. It would take too long, but how about day two or day three quarterback running back receiver? And you just want to throw a, a name out there, a guy that you like that might be second round, third round, something like that. Well, I can tell you, I mean, so we're already agreeing that Newman is our quarterback play. We both see eye to eye. We did not talk about beforehand. I thought I'd come in with Newman. Not, you know, hopefully not a people, not a whole, a whole lot of people had heard about him. I watched him a lot of wake forest, but apparently obviously, you know, him cause you're the Danta base. So, all right. So we agree with Newman with quarterback, uh, what running back you looking at? I was all over. I mean, in, in behind the curtain of SGPN studios, I've been telling these guys about, about Newman. I think he can play. Uh, he did take a year off. I wonder if that hurts him or helps him, but um, uh, running back, I would say, you know, running back's interesting to me. I, I, the, I, you, you follow the trajectory of the running back here and ETN, I think is going to be a stud, but I, I, I also, cause he's what we didn't take him in the first round. So he's a, essentially a second round, yeah, but he could, obviously he, he could be taken first round. And then there's what Kenneth Gainwell. I've heard people mention, I've heard people, me- I mean, I probably go further back. I mean, I think ETN is going to be a player. E- Gainwell. I, I, I don't know. Jerry's still out a little bit for me. Yeah. Uh, he opted out early in that season, a season ago, Chuba Hubbard. I, I don't know that I fully think he's going to be a great pro. 
Khalil, no, Khalil, I'm not on Hubbard. Khalil, I'm on uh, Javante Williams for UNC. Khalil Herbert. I'm a question. I'm going to circle one that obviously this is going to go against my guy Mike Leach, friend of the program. I'm going to go Kylan Hill. I think Kylan Hill could be a great sleeper draft pick. I think he's great at catching the ball. We saw it in a very great short, out the backfield. Yeah, and I think he can run. You go back to the days when Joe Moorhead was at Mississippi State. Kylan Hill was a good running back and the anchor of that offense. I don't know if he's big enough to carry a team, but I think he can definitely be a nice complimentary piece of an offense. I think he can be a very good pro. I'll put it like that. I think he'd be a very good pro. Um, and uh, wide receiver wise, you got one off the top of your head you're going to go first. Well, you know, running back, I mentioned, I just mentioned his name, but Javante Williams from UNC Uh, somewhat similar where I think he is good. I think he's equally good at catching the ball out of the backfield and running. He can break tackles. I think the guy uh, could have a very bright future in the league. You know, take him a second round, third round, something like that. Uh, receiver here. Uh, let me see here. Um, you know, he hasn't been mentioned yet. I saw at least one mock draft had him going first round. He did not get taken in ours, but it's the guy out of Florida, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, uh, he Talk was about just electric with the ball, man. I mean, that dude can just make guys miss and take it to the house. Every time he touches it, uh, I'll take you to the, uh, I'll stay in the sec, I guess, because Auburn had a receiver named Seth Williams that I think had Bo Nix been better. <laughs> this guy was a fucking animal. I think he could play real. He could be really good. Um, I'm also, you know, I want to throw the name Demetric Felton. If you watch UCLA football last year, he was running back, but he can pl- kind of play both positions. Uh, keep an eye on him. I think it could be a steal in the draft. The, those positions I would say, uh, but what do you think about uh, with receiver? You got me intrigued here because there's a couple Rashad Bateman. We didn't call in the first round. Uh, there's the kid out of Purdue. I'm drawing a blank on his name Rondale right now. Moore. Yeah, yeah. This guy I'm was, a a, Moore. this guy was a stud in college when he was healthy. There's Amon Ra St. Brown. Um, where Elijah Moore will miss that guy's got talent. Deami Brown does Newsom. Um, is there any that really stand out to you? Well, for me, I, I mentioned Kadarius Tony, uh, but uh, yeah, two guys you mentioned Rondale Moore and Kadarius Tony. They're both a little undersized, but I just I just think those guys are just playmakers, and they're gonna they're gonna fit in in the NFL. They're gonna be difference makers. I, I, I'm gonna take you to right up right up your neck of the woods. We mentioned Jamie Newman, right? What about Sage Surratt? Keep an eye on Sage Surratt. I like him. I think he's underrated. Another uh, guy that sat out last year. Yeah, he, and he gets physical. I think. Uh, I think he's a good. Under, I think he's a good value pick. My guy Dave Clawson doing it right, doing it right down there in North Carolina. I want this pilot. All right, uh, all right. If you're a first-time listener to the College Experience, make sure you subscribe. Tell a friend. We are in the midst of going through all of the college football season. Yes, the FCS playoffs. We, we, all year we've bring, been bringing you the FCS each week. We're bringing you all that FCS playoff talk, everything right there. We are also bringing you early, the way too early college football series going on right now, where we look at each and every week of the college football season in the fall already in April, we are already breaking down games. Also, we've gone through the, 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 the coaching hires. We've graded all the coaching hires of the, the new hires coming in and the ones that I consider kind of the, the new hires point uh, 1.0 because Last year, COVID season, so the, essentially the two-year coaches, and then we've also previewed the hot seat, 
And then yesterday, last night, me and Patty C broke down the transfer portal in college football, which obviously with the new ruling going on in the NCAA, it's going to get even, we're going to need a second episode on that transfer portal. I think in, in a few weeks here, but uh, we got you covered on the college experience, college football experience, college basketball experience. Make sure you subscribe. We got you covered. We talk college football and college basketball year round on the sports gambling podcast network. So check us out. Um, if you're a first time listener, like I mentioned, we, we handicap me NC Nick, you here and here and Patty C who's not on this episode, but he's on a lot of others. We handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. We do it uh, shit for four years now. We've been over 500 each and every season way over 500 on our locks. And we give you all of that for free on a spreadsheet over at sports gambling podcast.com. You got no excuses. One year you'd say, Hey, these idiots got lucky four years in. Nope. Your fucking fault. All right. We're a source of income. If you just follow them, do it, do the damn thing. Uh, all for free. Like I said, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review. Say some nice things about us. We'd certainly appreciate it. Sponsors have told us that that's a big deal. They want to see fans engaged talking about the product they're about to invest in. So perhaps you do that. You leave that nice review and then, uh, some, some company comes out of the, what's that bowling company for bowling balls? Uh, I have no idea. I've, I've been bowled in years. <laughs> um, bowling's, bowling's fun. No, man. man there's I, a bowling company where it. they make all the fucking bowling alleys. I don't fucking uh, remember. I couldn't tell you. Anyway, maybe some bowling company comes forward and says, Hey, Colby, here's a bunch of money to talk about our product. And boom, next thing you know, we're, we're fucking breaking down bowlers. All right. So make sure you give us that five-star review. <laughs> that's not the spin I wanted to take on this thing, but seriously, no. Brunswick, Brunswick. That's it. That's it, man. There you go. Thanks Google. There you go. Uh, Brunswick. If you're out there, I think I, I believe they make nice uh, pool tables. Also, there you go, man. There you go. <laughs> Fuck man. Probably make, probably make darts and shuffleboard. Also, we, man. All we those need fun them. We games. need them. You need me on this wall. Um, no, we, can, we, can, can you guys get a pool table in that studio? Uh, is there enough room? Uh, maybe the roof. Is there a it's really LA. long wall? It rains put five. That, like, that full regulation shuffleboard. Ah, oh, dude, I'd love some shuffleboard. We last time we played dude, shuffleboard. I whipped your ass in shuffleboard <laughs> in Idaho. Yeah, we went. We went to a Boise State game. Uh, look, they go. They don't give a fuck about our shuffleboard skills. All right, they want to know about hey, leaving us that five star review. If you leave us that five star review and say some nice things about us. Take a screenshot of that review. Tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, and I will I will enter you in a David Stern like raffle where you're guaranteed it's rigged from the start to win a college experience T-shirt. How about that? How about that now? All right, at the Colby D, give me a follow as well. Give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K, uh, and give Patty C a follow as well. Patty C eight three one. And uh, don't forget to give the sports gambling podcast a follow at DSGP network and check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast for the most up-to-date way to hang out with us and talk sports with us. Slack sports gambling podcast. You got to do it. All right. This is the college experience mock draft style. You better start thinking about yours. And we have.